upon us all for that one special girl to take me on the ride to a whole new world under the sea of bare necessities you got a friend to me cause i'm fun and fancy free with you on my arm people won't know what to do say i want to be like you bibbidi bobbidi boo like woody and jesse and toy story 2 girl i have your name written on the bottom of my shoe Hello, and welcome to episode 80 of Mirror with Mouse Ears. I am one of your hosts, Michael Agnew. And I'm your other host, Zara Agnew. And we're back. It's been a solid five months, but we have slightly an explanation, not a real explanation, but basically we've had the Disney blues. The Disney blues. So, our trip was planned for the end of January. We were very excited. Everything was going great. And then Omicron came, and my family was worried. So we had to postpone. And so finally, we postponed five months later. Our trip is scheduled for the end of May. We're actually leaving in about two weeks. And so we're like, time to get back at it. Time to just talk about our trip and talk about Disney stuff. We have severely missed Disney. Uh, don't want to just loosely throw around Disney depression. <laughs> but okay, it's been a, a little bit. Now, I do got to say. Uh, we canceled the the trip, and literally a couple days later, uh, I, I don't know if I want to like oust him, but a family member of yours uh, got COVID. got COVID, yes, and literally yes. like justified your grandma and your mom yes. and your aunt, ev- everyone's anxieties uh, about this trip. So it ended up being a good call. It was said family member is actually not even going on this trip. I know. So what a, oh well, oh well, oh well. But we are. Uh, we are so excited. We are, are going to be gone for like nine or ten days. I think it's like ten days, yeah. Ten days. Uh, I read a, a study on vacations and how uh, you need to be on a vacation for more than seven days to actually rest, to actually unwind. But do you get any actual rest at Disney? Like, not really. Well, I tell people, for average normal people, no. But for me, and I would say for us, the happiest place I am is at Disney World. And so, uh, yes, I might. it's not like relaxing at a beach, but um, I don't even like beaches. True, you don't. I think that that, w- that was a part of marriage. I just that feel I had dirty like, yeah. the whole time. I understand. I hate the feeling. Yeah. It's way too hot, which Disney's hot too. But at least you can like duck in a in a ride or a restaurant or bring your little Mister fan. I don't know. I just feel dirty at beaches. It's just not my vibe. That's fair. That's fair. I my family went to the beach every single year uh, to Fort Walton Beach, and there's pr- truly no better feeling. Which I've been with y'all one time than. Uh, being in the ocean, just laying on a boogie board and just letting the waves rock you for over an hour. Like, it is the greatest escapism on the planet, besides Disney World. Could you get that same vibe in our uh, hammock in our backyard? Uh, No, not at all. No, because every time I'm in our backyard, I'm like, dang, I wish our backyard was better and looked better. (laughs) Okay, enough about this tangent. A thing about podcasts is it's kind of just like uh, out loud processing therapy. Uh, sure. Anyways, so I read this article. It said how in in America, most people never take more than seven days vacation because we're always busy and working and doing things. Mm-hmm. So we get to actually take a true vacation. And I'm so excited for rest after the crazy two years of COVID. Yes, I know. I can't, I can't believe it has been since March of 2020 that yeah. we were in the parks. Yes. And we've probably talked about this before, <clears throat> but we've been patiently awaiting our return to the promised land but again i think we talked about this back in january so many things have changed since we've been there it's just like will it be the same disney we know and love yes it will be especially since now they've lifted no masks the mask ban totally yep. which that has been something new since we were going to be there in january so that was exciting to hear that news um but again we're going to be navigating genie plus lightning lanes that whole thing is new to us we don't really know um, new restaurants have opened, new rides have opened since we've been, we I mean, be we've been miss, missing On stuff. like the opening week of Guardians of the Galaxy. Which is wild. It's going to be incredible. Which is wild. So, yeah, so we just kind of want to, we don't, it's not really formal today, we don't have like a whole thing planned out, but we're just going to kind of talk about Disney news, our trips, and things we're excited about, restaurants, um, and then maybe talk about some movies and TV shows we've been into, um, in the past yeah. year as well. So, a crazy thing about our trip, which I don't think anyone has actually clarified on if this was a loophole or not, but your aunt, 
Aunt Jenny, all right? She, she like, booked our whole January trip. Then yes. had to, like, reschedule everything in May. She is a Disney saint, all right? Like, she uh, is our vacation yes. planner. Like, we don't have one, but she basically could be. Yes. And so she had done some things, but everything was, like, booked up. And then one day, in the family Disney crew text, she said that somehow all of these things were all open. And she got reservations to like space 220 yes to ohana yes to the storybook dining yes we had some vacation i mean we had some reservations for january and we were excited about them but we have been like thinking about character dining we're like oh it'd be so fun to get clark and theo um able to see them it's clark's first trip um and she's like oh man it's looking pretty full and then i guess since we postponed she was like logged in the day that she could log in just to book dining and she's like oh my gosh i got like all this new stuff and like everything we wanted and we got like some new restaurants we've never been to so yeah let's just talk about quick where we're going to be eating on this trip um so so we fly in on monday Mm -hmm. all right and so that's that day we don't have any reservations because you know it's like a travel day it's like a half day we'll be there in the morning but you know planning to probably eat we have Magic Kingdom, so we're probably going to we get some Casey's, Casey's corn dog Absolutely. nuggets, um, whatever else, any other snacks. Even if it's just us being in the park, I don't even honestly have to ride a ride. I just I know. want to be on Main Street and see the castle, and I might cry, <laughs> in all honesty. I am, uh, I've, I feel like it'll be like, yeah. Just it's like a, a volcano of, of emotions. An enormous yep. overwhelming experience. It, it'll be great. So yes, our first full day is to Epcot. Mm-hmm. And we have reservations at the Coral Reef Restaurant. Which I've never eaten at. I am surprised by that because I have definitely eaten there. But I guess it was just with my family before um, you came on a trip with us. But so it has been a good... If you've never been there, then it's been at least like 10 years since I've been there probably. Um, So this is the restaurant right up near the front um, next to the land, next to the Sea with Nemo and Friends. And it is a restaurant that has in it a full size aquarium basically you're sitting next to an aquarium so oh i love aquariums seafood like i wouldn't say like fancy but it's a little more upscale than some other like sit down restaurants um but yeah you just get this like nice ocean vibe so theo and his uh new love of sea creatures yes going, going to have a blast there yes i think it'll be really fun so we have that next day we're at um the 50s Primetime Cafe in Hollywood Studios. The most classic restaurant of all time. I, I have eaten at this restaurant more than any restaurant in Walt Disney World. Past That's surprising. Past couple of years, we've been going to Mama Melrose, which we do love, sure. um, to get some Italian food back there. But to switch it up this year, sci-fi dine-in we do like, um, but it's just do really you? hard. I've never eaten there with your family, ever. It's just hard with toddlers. Okay, maybe we don't like it. I don't know. It's I very. Don't... It's very dark. Um, I have eaten and there you're twice. stuck in that little car, and so it's really bad for toddlers. Yeah. Um, and it's just, like, so loud. So maybe we don't like it. But 50s primetime, we do like. It's very fun. The atmosphere is good. They have, like, great just, like, home cooking food. Um, there's one appetizer I love. It's, like, a fried cheese ball that's, like, a garlic fried cheese. It's okay. delicious. Yeah. Um, looking forward to that. And then next place we're eating at um, is the Yak and Yeti at Animal Kingdom. There is no restaurant that your family loves more than the Yak and Yeti. Loves this. Sometimes we do do the character dining um, in Africa. Tusker House. Sometimes we do Tusker House, um, which I think the last time we were there we did it. We did. I remember we have pictures with Theo. Um, I can't remember if they are doing um characters right now are not but we decided to do yak and yeti which we've definitely done lots of times in the past we just love we each have something we like really love there yeah but we all universally love the mango pie it is Y'all like love this mango pie it's so good it's delicious it comes with this like raspberry sauce like little cut up mangoes it's so good but i like to get a firecracker shrimp yep and a fried rice and it is just like it's so delicious. And the the theming and the atmosphere, like, one of the best. Like, in Animal Kingdom, they just, like, pay so much attention to detail, and you're just, like, in this place with, like, actual antique things, and, like, it's just very immersive and very cool. Absolutely. And we don't really need to do the character dining of Tusker House, because the next day... The next night, yeah, we have a dinner booked, um, which this is new for us. We've never new. done it before. Storybook dining with Snow White and the Evil Queen and the Dwarves at the Wilderness Lodge. 
So this is, I don't know how many years old this is now. Maybe like, it's pretty new still. I feel like five years old. I think it's newer than that, but yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't think it was open that long before the pandemic. Uh And so it had still been closed. And I think they just opened it up again because it's a character dining. And so this, they like took over one of the sit-down restaurants because they have Whispering Canyon Cafe, which is super fun at Wilderness Lodge. We've done that before. That's like a family style dining. Um, But they took over, I guess, the other sit-down restaurant, which was kind of fancy, I think. Um, And they made it into a Snow White themed um, dining experience. And so from like the videos and pictures I've seen, um, you have like you're eating in the forest with all these like pretty lights up in the trees so not like the scary forest not the scary forest like the happy forest where the cute animals okay. are in the little cottages because we just watched this, this movie it's with theo like so that scary. he could like know who the characters were i know and i forgot how terrifying this again movie this is. is why they changed from <clears throat> snow white's scary adventure to yeah. the nice like uh family uh seven doors mine roller coaster um, but in this meal, you get to meet Snow White, the evil queen, and definitely at least two dwarves, Dopey and somebody else. I don't know, huh. but maybe, maybe more. I don't know. I know for sure you get to like, actually, there's like a picture spot with the evil queen, um, that you get to take a picture and it is sort of a prefix family meal. Um, they bring you, um, a certain amount of appetizers to share at your table, and then you get to pick your entree, and then they bring you um, a set of desserts. Holy um, guacamole! Sixty bucks in a in adult. It is pricey. Yo. But again, family. Uh, it's a character meal, um, so you have that to take. Forty into. bucks per child. Clark doesn't count, does he? Clark does not count. I mean, <laughs> he's not getting his own meal. Believe yeah. me, he can share whatever Theo is eating for sure. Um, but Theo will get something. Shrimp cocktails. Yo, I love that you're looking at the menu right now. I do. Just like, let's pull I, it up. I haven't this whole time. Oh, I've been looking. I've been looking at each place. I know. So you have. It's just like one of my favorite things to do. And I like to tell Theo, I'm like, Theo, these are your choices for a kid's meal. You can have, you know, like salmon, mac and cheese, grilled chicken, or like he doesn't like hamburgers. Um, I don't think he's ever had fish before, but he can try it. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll see. He'll, he'll like something. It'll be great. Um, so yeah, so that's something new. We're definitely super excited about. And then the next day, uh, we have a dinner at Ohana, which has been many years since we have eaten here, but definitely one of our favorites. We ate here on our honeymoon for sure. Um, So that was like nine years ago. Um, Nine years ago. The summer it will be. Insane. I know. I just love the food here. I remember it being delicious. The couple times I've eaten here, I love like the like pineapple bread and the... um, noodles and then all the meat the pot stickers yeah just like all of it to me is delicious and i love it and i have heard some people recently saying that ohana has dropped down a little bit i really hope that's not true like have kind of like slowed down their uh the appetizers and and things so hopefully that's not true but but i'm hoping that it still matches our super high lofty expectations and then they have the bread pudding like they do delicious that's that's like on par with ooey gooey toffee cake like that's that's pretty high up there um, and we just get to like an excuse to go over to the Polynesian and look at it after it's all been redone. I don't know if we've seen it since the um, lobby has been kind of, maybe we have, I don't know, but it's always nice to kind of walk around the Polynesian. You're like, Oh, it's so beautiful. And like, just kind of see like what's changed. We haven't seen, um, I know the rooms have been like lightly rethemed yeah. to Moana. Like we don't have any excuse to like go in a room, but that's kind of something that's different since we were last there. And while you're there, if you need to grab a dole up, they have dole ups there. Amen. So. Amen. Amen. It's always good. So then after Ohana, man, we we get like the trifecta. It is storybook and then Ohana. I know. And then we get Space 220 it's like lunch. Three days in a row of delicious food. Um, again, Space 220 is like really pricey as well. Um, I was surprised that we went for this. But um, so this is the new restaurant in Epcot. Um, 55 bucks for a lunch. I know it's, it's, uh, it's incredible. It's incredible. But this is also slightly prefix in that you, you get a, um, appetizer and a meal like that's included in the price. And so the price is set and then you get to pick which appetizer you want and which main course you want. Spaghetti and shrimp is one of their meals. That's one of their meals. 
I love spaghetti and I love shrimp. I've never in well, my did lifetime you read, is had it like, spaghetti and shrimp together. But is it like tomato sauce spaghetti? Usually yes. when it's spaghetti, Saute it's... shrimp, spaghetti, cherry tomatoes, basil, garlic, blanc. I'm guessing blanc is white. Is white. Basil, garlic. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I, but normally, yes, like, something we're yes, like get. normally, yeah, like the uh, red marinara sauce and shrimp is not normally like the combo. But I think... That could be maybe I'm crazy a thing yeah but maybe it's more like shrimp alfredo or shrimp like with a lemony regardless it's gonna bang it's gonna be awesome um yeah I'm hoping it's good I know people um like reviewers are really liking it when it first opened up and then kind of like as it's gone on they've been kind of like and eh, the service isn't as great or and eh, the food isn't as amazing so okay. we'll just kind of see like we'll get to I, I mean, I wasn't even, this wasn't even on my list. I'm like, I don't know if I want to eat in outer space, but hey, I'll do it if we got a, sure. we got a booking. I know. So then, uh, Monday, we have been at Disney World for a week A now. week. <laughs> All right. I can't wait. May 30th. Last, uh, I think it's our last day. Yeah. Yeah. The Liberty Tree Tavern. Uh, yes. That's a classic. Okay. Actually, what's more classic? Li- Liberty Tree is more classic for your family than Yak and Yeti, right? I think so. I'd say so. Yeah, I think so. This is definitely like a standard thing we do in Magic Kingdom a lot. Um, I don't know. My family just really likes it because you can, everyone likes the food. It's delicious. It's like American Thanksgiving-y. Um, but it's just, I don't know. We just really like it. There's not, I feel like in Disney, too many like sit-down restaurants that aren't like Be Our Guest is like really fancy. Um, we never do the plaza like all the way yeah. up. We, we do the we've done the plaza a couple times. We never do Tony's Town Square like way up at the front of the yeah, park. Yeah, um, But for just like a delicious meal, like we really like Liberty Tree and like I mentioned earlier, the ooey gooey toffee cake always it's bomb. Always a family favorite. It's delicious. So then we are leaving on Tuesday, but we have a reservation for Animal Kingdom, mm-hmm. depending on how crazy we want to get. I think our flight's later in the evening yeah. or afternoon, so I think we don't have, a, yeah, we don't have a dining reservation, but we definitely want to eat at either, like, Satuli Canteen is always good, or Flame Tree Barbecue we've had before, or, um, I don't know. I'm sure we'll find some delicious, delicious food to, to snack on. Absolutely. And really, that's uh, our trip right there. Then we come back. And then it's and then the summer part two grind. of Disney depression. Yes. No. Well, post Disney. No, we'll be all boosted up. Maybe we'll keep these podcasts going. Maybe. Um, I told Zara we were doing ep- that. This was episode eighty, and she looked at me like super sad, like she thought we had gotten to a hundred, because probably two years ago now you declared before Clark was born. Yeah, you declared that we would get to ep- episode one hundred, and uh, <laughs> life is crazy. Well, he's sixteen months old. Now. I yeah i i got to blame I got got to blame COVID. But, oh, well. Just really threw everything for a wrench, including our podcast. It's just hard. It did. Hard to record when both your kids are home all the time. Um, You know what I'm so excited for, though? hmm. Is my parents and other family members have given us Disney gift cards over the last two two years. Yes. And we have way more money in Disney gift cards than I ever expected. Couple hundred. So I'm ready to get some uh, swag merch going. Some merch. Let Theo pick out a toy. We have to get Clark's silhouette done yep. um we got because we got theo's the first time he went um and then we have to get clark his little mickey ear hat the first one with the um embroidery on the back we got to check out the 50th anniversary merch um, yes yes that's still going um our first trip during the 50th uh maybe like a christmas ornament maybe a, a mug i don't know maybe a shirt that says like 50th something 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 fun uh, I told Theo I, we would get him a lightsaber, too. Oh, my gosh. Because we got to hit up Star Wars land. I'm so excited because he's been – there's a Star Wars kids channel on YouTube mm. that uh, he now knows more Star Wars knowledge than I would say most adults. Like, he knows quite a bit. It's pretty impressive. He likes all the creatures and the critters and the monsters and yeah. stuff. Um, but he will be tall enough, I believe, to ride the Millennium Falcon ride. He, he, he will so be. So we'll see how he – hope he likes it i don't know he's never ridden i mean it's literally been yeah, like yeah. since he was clark's age that we went um and so he's never ridden a ride like sitting by himself in a seat or anything but yeah there's some things that he'll be able to do that he hasn't gotten to do before like barnstormer for sure millennium yeah. falcon um i don't know what else he is tall enough for now but those are some of the main ones 
Yeah, he was, uh, he, and he's honestly super close to, like, so most rides. close. And so, so we'll who, see. who knows? Maybe we'll just uh, sprinkle some pixie magic fairy <laughs> dust on him, and he'll get really tall. Also, that w- would be terrifying, though, so yes. I kind of want to keep him a little kid for as long as I can. Oh, we're for sure not ready. Like, he knows there's a dinosaur ride called Dinosaur, but we've we've told him multiple times it's like way too scary for him and it's not happening but i know an instagram family that i think just went and they took their four-year-old on it really like uh see i'm not gonna lie the dad inside of me thinks that he's ready no and uh it is so loud even i want to cover my ears like the whole time we're on that ride it's like so loud he would probably like it though um something else new in epcot um besides remy which we have not ridden yet absolutely i am excited to ride that we were, they were talking about whether both of those are going to be virtual or if the virtual is going to switch over. I'm guessing it will to oh, Guardians yeah. and then like what that's going to look like. I'm excited to eat at the creperie place back there by Remy, the new crepe place in France. But the um, Connections Cafe is now open, um, which used to be the electric umbrella, like right up near the front of the park. It's like a big yes eating place like and the Starbucks is there. Um, instead of where it had like temporarily moved to kind of by like world showcase, um, the entrance to it, but now the Starbucks and the connections cafe and there's the new, instead of mouse gear, it's that new, Wow, oh, yes. What is it called? Creation shop. Yeah. Creation shop. Good memory. So I've been watching a I know. few Tim tracker videos. You have. Um, so that's all new, like to us. I mean, they've been doing obviously a lot of work on Epcot, um, where they had their whole like grand plan where they're like we're changing everything and this is this and this is this so obviously they're still doing a lot and not all of it's done like the moana water play place and this other black box play idea disney play or something but anyway the the shop the store and the restaurant are now open and the um coca-cola place is right next to it and they like yeah reimagine that and i can't wait for Theo, Theo is going to, to love uh, experience that, especially Theo. He's gonna yeah. love trying. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Daddy, I want to try all of them. Daddy, can I have more? Daddy, <laughs> I want it all. Oh boy, lots of quality, high quality Theo <laughs> and Clark content coming very soon. It's gonna be super funny, like hilarious. Like we could make a hundred TikToks. Yes, with all funny things that they're gonna do. All right, Zara. Well, it is Mother's Day. So honestly, truly, that's all of the Disney news that I have. I promise I, I will get better after our, <laughs> our Disney trip. So lead us. Yeah, so we didn't have like a firm uh, schedule today, but you know, we like pop culture um, and we haven't gotten to talk about it since um, at least the six to eight months now. So we wanted to quickly talk about what movies we liked from last year. I know we had we just had the Oscars a couple months ago, and we were watching that. Um, but yeah, not that we've been to a lot in the theaters, but we've either like seen them. Sadly, on. no. Well, you know, streaming now, like some of them, That's you true. just like watch true. them on your TV. We yeah. did that with definitely with several of them. So the first one that actually won best movie at the Oscars, and you were so excited, is Coda. I won't lie. I really didn't believe that other people had seen this. I saw this movie and it deeply affected me. Yes. And I, I loved it. I cried numerous times. Was um, it just on Apple TV? Yeah. It was, it was like yeah, an yeah. Apple movie. So like I, I heard it was nominated, but I really did not I was very surprised because it seemed like just like an indie movie. Yes. Yes. And it seemed like, I mean, like I'm like a sucker for like wholesome good content. And I felt like to win an Oscar, you kind of got to like be edgy a little bit. I mean, but... Uh, this had no edge. It was just yeah, cute and nice yeah. and heartwarming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Well, it did, like... It had some family conflict, yes. but, like... So, so, if you are, like, what the heck is this movie? Basically, it, it is about a family that is all deaf, except for uh, this one girl, the daughter, the daughter of, yeah. like, this family. And she actually is an incredible singer. And so, she has this one gift, this one talent that uh, the rest of her family just doesn't connect to. I can't even hear her sing and so it's like her journey journey, of trying to like get into school and just kind of see where she fits and like she's torn between yeah like wanting to help her family yeah like these like two different worlds yeah um 
and it was great. Uh, there was a scene with like the, the dad where he like wanted to hear her sing, and so um, they're like out on this truck bed, and it's at night, and, and he like puts his hand like on her vocal cords just so mm-hmm. he can like feel her vocal cords like vibrating, and like that's I guess how he um, the can, best way he could yeah feel it yeah he, yeah like, connect to that experience was super powerful was great I loved it um, yeah. Next would be Spider-Man No Way Home. No, oh, another great movie. Which I just sure. saw recently. It came out like to rent or whatever yeah. on streaming. So we rented it um, and I finally got to see it because Michael saw it in theaters when it came out and I just never did. And what, like, was it too confusing? Um, No, it was okay. I mean, it was weird because obviously you have, I'm sure, I guess everyone's seen it by now. Like, I can't spoil it. Another Marvel movie just came out um, right yeah. recently too. We won't spoil that. We though. won't talk about that. But Spider-Man: No Way Home, you have three Spider-Mans total. Yeah. Like two, the, I'm sure everyone knows this. The, um, the Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield come back, and so you're dealing with like multiple Spider-Mans, which is not confusing because like I've seen all those movies, and it was just like funny to see them again, yeah, like yeah, yeah. reprise their yeah. roles. You're like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you in this part in like years um but yeah it was good i I liked it um not as much as zendaya in this one which i didn't like i don't know why and then it just kind of leaves you on like a sad note at the end of the movie rather than like a happy note so that's kind of sad which the previous one did too it's like you can't have like a happy ending you just have to have these like sad endings and i'm like how did this move the storyline forward like i guess it did but just put them in another big pickle i don't know well, yeah, so I uh, recently saw Doctor Strange. I'm not going to spoil this at all, but I expected it to be on the scale of Spider-Man, and it wasn't, but it was still good. Um, but basically, the multiverseness of it, Spider-Man was awesome because, yeah, it has these established characters, so they can enter this new multiverse, mm-hmm. and, and it makes sense. Going forward, Marvel is all about this multiverse, and I'm kind of doubting how it'll work. My really hot take, all right, is that Endgame might be one of my favorite movies of all time. But because of Endgame, it cluttered up the Marvel MCU in such a way that it became too confusing. Hmm. And uh, I'm interested yes, to see as a very casual how, how this goes. Marvel person, like, yes, I don't know how I could follow all this stuff. Would I understand the Doctor Strange movie? I get, I don't know. You would, you would. It's just my expectations were like too high for it. Okay. That's all. Okay. All right, next one we're going to talk about, Dune. Oh, wow. Throwback. Which this did win a lot of Oscars yeah. for, like, different, I don't know what, maybe, like, set design or sound design or, like, graphic, I don't know, technical stuff, probably. Um, but it didn't win, like, you know, the big Oscar. Um, but we, like, loved this movie. Yes. And we saw it in our house, not in theaters, which is sad, but... You know, but it kids, was okay. Kids during the pandemic, like, what are you gonna do? If I could turn Dune into red sand, I would smell it all day long. What? Remember from the movie? He like got high from like the sand. Oh yeah, the okay, cinnamon, sorry. the spice, I, the spice, spice. That's the what spice. it was. All right, sorry, sorry. The spice. Um, yes, we like really enjoyed this. Yes. Like it ended, and we were just like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. Like it was a, I feel like the perfect marriage of Game of Thrones and Star Wars. Like that's Ooh, literally what yeah. it was. And I think this book came first before Star Wars, and it really does have a lot of, like, the same things, like, the same elements, like, the sand monster, the sand worm, or whatever, like, okay, we've seen that before, but... Well, even, like, spice, like, spice trading is, like, a Mm -hmm. thing in Star Wars, Yeah, and it obviously is... It's a lot of the same ideas, but honestly, this, not as many of the weird creatures, because I don't think there were any, but other than the sand worm thing... I don't think there were any creatures. So for me, it like was more better than Star Wars. I don't Whoa. know why. Hot take. I am not like a huge Star Wars universe person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like whatever. But this I really liked. And it had me like really wanting there to be a second movie, which I don't know if they've started filming it yet or anything. But uh, we got a little bit of Zendaya. It's, it's definitely coming. I loved it. Um, I loved everybody they cast in it. I thought was perfect. I loved everybody. Um... But yeah, and just the worlds that they build, and like the costumes, set design, um, the music even was really great. It was just like a great thematic, like really impressive world-telling movie. Yeah. So it was just so good. I loved it. Yeah, it was very large scale, which was awesome. That's all I got. I loved it. 
<laughs> okay. Um, something else that came out now over a year ago, uh, but Encanto, which is one of our... Yes. Was that? Yeah, that was 2021. Yeah, but we did a podcast on this. Like, we talked about it on our last podcast, I think, right? In January, back in January? Maybe. Because uh, my hot take was, <clears throat> first time watching it, I just didn't, I still honestly don't connect with it as much as the mainstream pop culture love of it is. Mm-hmm. But I do love the songs. Like, the songs are huge bops. I love it. Like, Lin Manuel. Um, yeah. He's great. He's great at what he did. And winning... No, he was nominated for the other song, Dos Orguitas. The, like, oh. He was nominated for that one. I don't think he was nominated for... Bruno? talk about Bruno, which they did that one at the Oscars, and it was uh, weird. It was... screwed it, it up. It was weird. Still, Under the Surface is still my oh, favorite. Oh, Surface Pressure? Yeah. Or another Surface? Yeah, that one's really great. Yeah. I like that one, too. Um, yeah. I'm interested to see how much of Encanto is in the parks right now. Like, it's been a while it's not like the most recent movie they've put out but it was pretty popular so i'm interested to see very very popular if there's any merch or what they plan to do with it like should eventually in the parks have its own epcot land yes or like yes yeah 100 it should yes it should um that would be super fun okay next movie we saw i wouldn't say it's like our best but i just thought i would mention it just talking generally about like what movies we saw last year king richard Oh, love that movie. You do? Yeah, I loved oh. it. I mean, Will Smith ruined it. Yeah. Eventually. Did. Yeah, I did. With the slap, which we won't get into. We don't even know But, about um, no, I loved it. I then researched, like, I did some, I just, some, some like, deep yeah. dives on... I didn't on, know anything about... On Richard himself. Yeah. And, obviously, uh, yeah, like, having a black father and just, like, that role model is, is awesome. And, uh, but he had like a kind of he like left he had a first family that he left it's weird and uh that's kind of a messed up move but he was great for the for the williams sisters so i mean very tough obviously yeah 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 so it was interesting to learn more about them because i feel like they're like a little bit ahead like older than us like like we knew who they were yeah yeah yeah. but they're just like a little bit older than us so we didn't but it was interesting to hear yeah they're like story growing up and their experience and everything so yeah i like it um, Nightmare Alley. I was surprised that this one was nominated. Boy, but, me too. But it was very interesting. I don't know. This was a Netflix movie. Um, it was, it? Yeah, was it confusing. Uh, it honestly, like the tone and the direction and everything of this movie seemed like something that I would love. Mm-hmm. All right. And by the end of it, and people love the ending uh, and I won't spoil anything. <laughs> Like I like I've read reviews I where people were like, like the ending. I love the ending and I the end I'm like that was the most obvious dumb ending to me. It's it just a little obvious. It just didn't but hit with me. Whatever. I don't know. So this was about like a it's a period piece, kind of like set in like the twenties, like twenties or thirties, twenties or thirties. Um, about like the circus and back when the circus was very like freak show and like had all those like weird side acts and stuff. And so it's about this man's like experience of coming from nothing to getting by, by this man. She means Bradley Cooper. Sorry, Bradley Cooper. Yes. Coming from nothing. And he's just like, Oh, Hey, can I help out at the circus? And then by the end of it, he's like very powerful and like running his own show and like all this stuff and like his downfall and just, um, yeah, it was, it was interesting just because I feel like we haven't had a movie like that in a while. I don't know. It just made me think of like the greatest showman a little bit, just only because that was also about a circus, but um, it's not a musical, um, but I mean, it had some good, it had like good actors in it. Like Kate Blanchett was like one of the main people. I don't know. As it, I don't know how I feel about it either. All of the pieces to it. Um, I can understand why people would like it, but it just wasn't my thing. What's crazy though, is just, yeah, how, how like circuses and, and like freak shows and all of that was, was like such a real part of like America, America culture. Yeah, it was. And uh, like the difference between my, <clears throat> so my grandma was born in like the thirties. Yeah. And so difference from my grandma and my dad growing up is yes. obviously same distance as me and Theo. Roughly. Yeah. And how like. How much America I, can change yeah, yeah, in yeah. a short amount of time. Exactly. Yes, it can. Pretty wild. Um, West Side Story was nominated. We 
Did like you ever finish this? I didn't finish it. Oh, sorry. I was so sad because I really wanted to see it in theaters because I think that again is yeah. like something for a musical that like really makes it. But then finally it came out on Disney Plus. I started watching it. I don't have like a ton of time to my just be by myself and watch movies anymore. So I haven't finished it, but I do like movie musicals, and um, I think the uh, supporting actress for this one um, won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress, um, Ariana DeBose. Um, and yeah, from what I saw of it, I like the music, I like the costumes, I like that, again, it's like a period piece, it's just like classic Americana, like that's what it is, and I liked it. Um, I need to go back and finish it, but yeah. Sorry, I was not you into have, it. You don't care. Was yeah, not into it. Yeah, that's fine. And then actually, Raya came out in 2021, but early 2021, like How? March. What? March 2021. Oh, gosh. Um, so this is one of our favorites for sure. This one of my favorite Disney movies in a long time. Yes. Um, Theo loved it. We've watched it a lot of times so since many then. Times, yeah. um, because, you know, it has a dragon, and so that's always good. Um, but again, I'm interested to see, like, what the representation will be like in the parks if we can find any we've seen a lot of merch at like target and stuff like they, feel right. like they yeah. still have yeah, yeah. it right now um which is surprising that like encanto hasn't taken over that but um yeah it's just a really good story um it's just really good it seems very like classic disney yeah it's like the new mulan kind just of, like yeah. powerful female fi- fi- figure whereas like encanto <clears throat> mirabelle is powerful in like her character and like who she is and like being independent and uh whereas obviously raya is powerful because she's like a warrior princess mm-hmm. so yeah that kind of helps yeah you you got in any other movies i think that was all the movies that i could think of that were like big time ones that we had seen all right well full covid confession all right i used to go to 50 to 60 movies in theaters oh, wow. watching a movie at my house just don't find enjoyment in it. It is so hard for me to fully be invested in something. You just want to be on your phone the whole time. Yes, and like to, well, I just like, I just like get antsy or bored. Okay, sure, yeah, be on my phone. But I will sit there and watch three episodes of like TV. And it's, and it's, I don't know. The stakes aren't as high with TV shows because they're they're shorter and you don't have to like pay attention as hard. I don't know. Well, and honestly, TV shows are so much better than movies. Like, the quality of TV shows right now pretty is high. insane. It's pretty and high. I could talk for an hour on TV shows. Uh, but, so we will, but quick, I won't we will do not that. spend an hour, but um, we will quickly talk we'll about We'll not some. do that. I'm just going to just throw some out there. Severance yeah. is a show That's on, on, mine on Apple TV. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the best shows I've ever seen. Very interesting show. It's super weird. Super, super trippy. Creepy. Super weird. Once uh, we started watching it, I was comparing it to something, but I can't remember what. But I was like, oh, this reminds me of... I well, don't know. it's like similar to like Black Mirror. Yeah, which I didn't watch, yeah, yeah. but yeah. I know the concept of it, but it's just like a mind-bending, like, what is real, what is not real. They're in this other world. It's about um, a man who works at this company who I guess they do like secret stuff. I don't know what, we don't even know what they do at this company, but he has chosen to go under this procedure called severance, which like they do something in his brain or they put something in his brain to where it separates his work life and his home life. And so once you go to work, you forget everything about like your home, like your family. And once you leave work, you don't even know what you did at work that day. Like you don't even know who the people that are that you work you just know you work at the same building um so it's about that if that at all is interesting to you um it's very well done um and just like kind of almost like a mystery to aspect to it because you're like what are they doing um but definitely like keeps you on your toes um and it's just kind of like a weird yeah trippy show yeah, i don't no, know it is and if you Watch Severance and you like it and you haven't seen the show Devs. It's on Hulu, like D-E-V-S. It's another just like weird trippy, uh, but this one is about like kind of like messing with like time and stuff. Um, another random show from like 2021 that has season two. Okay, well season two just came out mm-hmm. and it's called Flight Attendant. It's on HBO. Maybe it's not that yeah, random, yeah, yeah. but me and you have only watched like one or like two episodes. Kaylee Cuco. Yeah. It's very cute. I think I was talking to my friend about this and I was like trying to explain it, but like it's also sort of a mystery and she's like an unreliable narrator. Kind of like um, there's a show on Netflix that had Kristen Bell where she was like totally unreliable, but she is like 
has an alcohol problem like the whole first season and so you like don't know what's real and she's like talking to herself and like doing crazy stuff and it involves like a mystery where she thinks people are following her and then people actually are following her um and then season two she's sober but she's like still doubting herself and like seeing like you get to talk to herself in her head (laughs) and like she's like you're not good enough and like don't you want to have a drink and like I don't know. It's very, it, it's like, like popcorn, just like, yeah, cutesy, but like with an edge because like, she like, is like doing, I don't know how to explain it. Uh, well, yeah, she's like a CIA, CIA kind of like informant. Or yes. Like, yes. Yeah. So that's, that's a so great she's like, see stuff happen. With, with an edge is so good because a lot of like the TV shows that, that are out there that get a lot of like critical acclaim are really edgy and just, like, dark and heavy. But Kayla Cuckoo's, like, cute. Yes. Like, she's bubbly and she's like, oh, I'm so cute. And, like, I don't know. Yeah, so this one is is sort of, like, a feel-good, but it has, like, serious stuff, obviously. It yeah. kind of pr- reminds me of, like, Chuck, like, which is a show that you didn't watch. I but, know. but it's just, like, uh, yeah, it's it's just, like, a good quality show that I liked. Um, What about We Wrecked? Oh, wow. Yes. You mean We Crashed. We Crashed. We Crashed. Sorry. Crashed. Very, 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 very close. I forgot about that show. Yes, no. We uh, just finished it. Yep. Uh, it has Anne Hathaway. Um, and Leto. Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Leto. Which, this guy's kind of creepy, and I honestly don't even like the idea that he's in, that he's famous, because, uh, one, uh, I just... Oh, won't... like the actual founder, Adam, or whatever? No, like, actual Jared Leto is, like, a creepy human being, and, like, a bad person. He and, is? Yes, and he... Oh, I didn't know in that. In five years, will be, like, Harvey Weinstein. And there's all of this stuff that I really... This isn't the spot for that on the podcast, but if you just want to go, just no, I don't want yeah, to. Lots of scandals, yeah. Oh, and he's like famous good. now and in all of these big movies. It's super weird. Oh, that's <clears> weird. <throat> yeah, yeah, he's in a lot of movies and this TV show. Uh, but yeah, no, I uh, love. Yeah, I love that show. There is this like new trend yes. of TV shows about like about one companies, about like companies, yeah. But even like broader the founders, than that, just like just like uh, real life stuff. Yes, but like. A retelling of it. I yes. don't know. Or just, yeah. Because, yeah, there was um, the one about... Theranos. Theranos. The Thank you. The dropout. The dropout. Yeah. Good job. On Also on Hulu. We loved that. Um, loved it. Uh, that had Amanda Seyfried as the main person, which we were like, where has she been the past couple of years? Like, what has she been doing? Because she did, like, chick flicks. Like, started yeah. out with yeah, chick flicks. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she's in this, like, serious TV show. But, like, she did a really good job. She crushed um, it. Um... Theranos, both of these companies, like, I don't know, they were just, we, like, didn't know very much about them, or they weren't, like, around, we weren't, like, reading the news, following their stories very closely, like, when these, like, scandal, not really scandals, just stuff, like, how the company, you know, they fizzled out, or whatever, didn't fully, were successful, um, different with each story, but, like, with WeWork, like, the founder, he just, like, messed everything up, basically, and then with um, Theranos, she, um, wasn't fully truthful about, like, what her company was actually doing and, like, all the investors and she just kept getting money. Anyway, Amanda, she did a great job, I think, as that role because the role, the person she was portraying was, like, very specific, had these specific tics and, like, specific things of, like, how she had to act and it was, like, super weird to, like, see, like, this was a real person that she was portraying, like, super weird but it's a very interesting story about how she that one especially um how she started out of as like a college dropout and like thought of this idea and then like kept um getting people to invest in it but like it just never fully worked and then um it is sad though because um she had her court case and i've actually started listening to the podcast that the show is based on just to like kind of hear more about the court case i i'm guessing it's over now i haven't actually heard the like outcome of what happened with the court case i'm i'm interested to hear um but it is sad because i I know it's going to make it harder for like people to invest in like women start women founded businesses in like silicon valley because she like just kind of jacked everything up but what can you do yeah super sad um but yeah there's like some trippy youtube videos so basically yeah like elizabeth holmes this person like she had this deep (laughs) desire to be steve jobs and so Yes. Part of being like a female CEO is she realized that like if her voice, there's like studies done that if you're, you have a low deep voice as a female, 
men, I guess, listen to you more or like... You sound more important or authoritative or... Yeah. And so there are just these YouTube videos of her normal voice versus low voice, and it's very trippy. That's super Um, weird. Yeah. Uh, Sort of on this line of just like, uh, but was uh, Inventing Anna... Which was on Netflix. I had that on there, and then I erased it because we like never actually finished. it, We didn't it, I actually think. finish it. It was too long. Um, I guess it so. Should've, it should have like, been. Drew a, it out too much. Like it was like a limited series or whatever, but it seems yeah, it was just like a lot of. But it was again based on a real person, like you yeah. said, and so we need to finish it to see like what actually happened. But basically, she just yeah, she like tricked everybody and invented. A lifestyle for herself that was like, I want to buy fancy things and live in hotels and be fancy. And she didn't have any money. So it's pretty interesting. And then we'll we'll just keep going about real life tragedies. There's a show, another show on Hulu, which we haven't finished yet, but it's called The Girl from Plainville. Yes. This is another true life thing. And it basically, this is like a deep topic, so we'll just kind of breeze over it. But basically uh, about a... Uh, guy who dies by suicide and but it ends up his girlfriend was like texting him encouraging him to uh commit this act and so and Elle fanning is the yes. actress who portrays her and she does this she's an incredible job. job like looking at pictures of the real life girl and Elle fanning as his girl is ridiculous um but yeah just like showing the yeah like the court case and the yeah. like stuff behind it like the real life like this actually happened is very interesting and they have to they had to figure out a way to like portray so much like text messaging going on and the way that they do it is like you see them appear in the same setting but you you they have their like text conversation going on it's very interesting all right, so two ran- two random shows. I don't know what what you have. These won't even be close to on your radar. But one of my secret loves is random com- competition reality TV shows. We do like these. All right, so I think we've mentioned this in like previous episodes. But there's a show called Blown Away about people that do glass blowing. I think we talked about this before. We and the, um. There's only two seasons, I think, and the second season came out a while ago, so it wasn't yeah. like super. Well, the second season came out like twenty end of twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah, around Christmas time. Yeah, but then there's another show on HBO which I maybe have reference to called The Hype, which is like a uh, a the fashion, fashion competition show, but with streetwear. Highly recommend that show. Uh, again, only one season, I think, so yeah. far of that one, but we're hoping that they'll do another one, because, yeah, I was like, oh, man, you want to watch a fashion show? This is great. I love it. Exactly. The only other one I had that we could talk about is Bridgerton, season two, just came out. Well, we're, like, on the season finale of this show. I know, we, we, have, we, like we haven't fully one fin- or two finished episodes left. Well, we haven't finished Inventing Anna either, and you yeah. want to talk about <clears> that? Um, but we liked the first season. The second season is about a totally different, like, brother and their family. Um, if you like period pieces and, like, romantic stuff, we were trying to get Michael's grandma to watch this because she, like, really likes Outlander and, like, other shows like that. So we're like, you'll probably like this, grandma. I don't know how you haven't seen this yet. Um, so she's like, yeah, I think I like it. Um, but the costumes are great. Yeah, yeah, you just get, like, a different storyline, um, that is still, like, that family adjacent. Like, you still get the same characters from the first season um most of them um but you get a new storyline so we've been enjoying that but we still need to finish it i feel like so many people we like watch so many shows at the same time um well because some of them you know come just come out weekly or whatever um and so we don't uh we were every time we sit down we're like okay what do we have to finish what is like what is the priority here um this is us final season wrapping up. Dude, yes, we have been watching that. Um, I think we're all caught up on that. We, there's only probably like two or three episodes left in that series, and I will definitely be sad when that is over because I really like that show. It really hits us in all the feels every time we watch it. And then um, something else that has definitely come out um, since the last time we were on the podcast that you enjoyed. I don't know if I enjoyed it as much, but Moon Knight. Oh sure. Uh, okay. Well, no. In all honesty, I think that this is my least favorite Marvel show. So I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for sure because I love MCU stuff. Um, I it's just it was too rushed. Like it like one Oscar Isaac crushes it. He plays this new character. That, yes. Some of the other TV shows we had at least known who the yes. characters were yeah. or seen them in multiple Marvel movies, so we had more background on it. And this one, like. Yeah, there was no background information. We knew nothing about it. So I think that did hinder it. 1,000%. Like, there was no context, like, yeah. to it. Like, so they couldn't 
do as much to push the for- story forward or it just seemed yeah like rushed or like we're like well and who are these people so i'm not going to spoil this at all but the first three episodes basically are like an indiana jones kind of solving mystery adventure mm. and then it takes a plot twist oh and huge like, plot twist and, and like the and like the and like the and setting switches tone yeah the setting yes. the characters like it all just like completely unravels and like sharply switches to a different thing yeah it, like, it's a, it kind of like becomes like a new show it's kind of like the boba fett show where the first couple ep- episodes were about Boba swirly, Fett, and then as like soon as like Mandalorian the shows Scarlet up, Scarlet Witch too, sort of like that. Yes, a little yeah, bit. yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. So it was like if Moon Knight had started off in the twist, which I get why they did that because yeah, it was like yeah, a yeah. shocking thing, but yeah. um, it was a little hard. so yeah. But it was like, but so it was like they did this twist, but then they had to tie up all of the loose ends of the first three episodes, mm-hmm. and it just felt too rushed for me. Uh, but yes, I but I I still enjoyed it. I'm still so glad that it exists and that I was able to watch it. Um, but we'll Will see. Will he what show up in future Marvel projects? Maybe. I mean, he's Oscar Isaac, so I I, obviously uh, he's only signed on for one season. But that's because he's Oscar Isaac, and he wanted like a get out of jail. He's got to work on card. Dune number two. Or no, never mind. Didn't he die no. in the first one? Oh, I don't know. But he also needs to work on maybe some Star Wars projects. Yeah, uh, yeah. If if Poe comes back, who even knows what the heck Star Wars on the big screen looks like? I do know Obi Wan Kenobi is coming out soon. That show is going to be insane, and I'm so excited. Is that linked to the Mandalorian or separate? Separate. It's Ewan McGregor reprising his That's role wild. as Obi Wan, and it's insane. That's crazy. Yeah, I cannot believe that this exists. All right. Well, we are hitting the one hour mark on this podcast, so let's do a little zero to hero. Zero to hero. Zero to hero. Zero to hero. Just like that. All right. So Zara, zero or hero first? No. How? Let's just do heroes. Don't we usually? All do right. Heroes? What would you say your hero for this week is? My Mother's Day present. Oh, wow. Okay. Michael surprised me, which sometimes he pulls that off and sometimes he doesn't. But today he definitely did. So I left to get donuts at 6.45 this morning, which I do every Sunday. Sunday ritual. I get donuts and kolaches before church. Michael has to leave for church super early because he works at a church. Um, But I come back and then he's like, let's get the kids up and let's. And I walk out, and then there's, like, this whole thing of pictures, and it was so cute um, on our mantle. Um, so, yeah, we're not very good. I feel like other people are like this, too, about, like, replacing pictures with newer pictures and frames. Yeah. Um, and, like, getting them printed out, because, like, who does that anymore? Like, some people do, but we just hadn't, like, updated anything. And so I come out, and there's, like, literally every picture frame we own, probably, <laughs> is, like, up Close on the... To, yes is up on the mantle but they're all like new pictures with our kids in them because a lot of them michael's like they were all from college when there we were like some in a closet because dating, it's embarrassing how, how old it is or engaged like engagement pictures yes and i'm like all right we gotta well, like switch like this it up. was cute but yeah, yeah, yeah. we have kids now so yeah. all of them have our kids in which is super cute and yeah. then i we, he got some like canvases printed too that we'll have to figure out um, where we want to hang but it was like super nice and i liked it and i got flowers and a candle and a bath product so yeah yeah no it was one of those uh like how do i transform this mantle fireplace area without you knowing and it worked out and i was so proud. i cannot believe you did it in the amount of time i it literally am gone for like 10 minutes yeah getting donuts and then i come back and it's like boom all these pictures plus this like little swag of other pictures on clothespins, which was super cute. So, great job. Thank you. Thank you. Big surprise. Big reveal. Ah, I can do it every <laughs> now and then. I know. It's hard to pull off these things with kids, I'm telling you. True. Um, okay, well, do you have a hero for this week? Uh, my hero for for this week, I know that we just talked about TV, all right? And so... I know. Do you have only anything like else three episodes to talk in, about? into this. I don't know how, how I feel because you've literally fallen asleep oh. in every single episode. I know. And so I don't know. I feel I'm like it's honestly, our second show that we watch, and then I get so tired, yeah. and I don't know. We do a lot. So I'm kind of watching the show by, by myself, I mostly. am interested in that because it's based on a book, and it has... Uh, yeah. Andrew Garfield, who yes. I do really like. The Andrew Garfield Renaissance um, is real. It's here. It's real. It's called Under the Banner of he- Under the Banner of Heaven. It comes on FX. You can watch it on Hulu. It's like uh, Andrew Garfield is this like 
cop. Detective cop, yeah. And, but it's he's in Utah, and he's Mormon, and so there is a kind of a crime going on with, like, this Mormon family or, mm-hmm. like, this Mormon, like, community, and it's him navigating how to balance do his yeah. job while like also like his belief system um it just was really good uh and yeah i like everything about the show is like awesome and super and like waco vibes because yes. it deals with like sort of that kind of thing like not to say mormonism is a cult but um like there are parts of it that are kind of similar to that yeah. and like the standoff kind of thing and the crime aspect of it but it yeah. is good uh yeah i feel bad i just fall asleep but it's yeah. you know well you well yes like all like religious groups there, there's like radical people in this. yes and, so it and deals so there's with just that. some like radical mormon groups that are taking things that uh are yeah, yeah way too far yeah yes that's but it. it reminds me of the show true detective that that came on hbo that you never watched back mm. b- whenever we would watch independent shows before kids and uh i know what is that but it was but it's still pretty great what is that life all right what is your zero for this week, Zara? Oh my gosh, do I have one? I'll, do you have one? Sure. Okay. I I will say my zero is um I'm 30 years old now. All right, and like my body just hurts sometimes. Well, you did okay. So I was working some this weekend, and you did like these like crazy yard projects. Which thank you for doing crazy yard projects. But I know I feel like we're just not made for these unless you're like regularly doing it. Yeah. Like, you do yard work, like, like this kind of yard work, like, actual, like, ripping stuff out and trimming stuff and, like, do it, like, twice a year. Yes, like, if that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will mow the lawn. That is great. That is normal. But actual, like, manual, intensive yard yes. labor, like, it's just not something either of us, like, enjoy. No. Like, some people, like, like working, like, my mom. Yes. She loves working in her garden. She's always out there, like, putting new plants, going to Callaways. Like, let me think of something cute and we're just like we i don't know that's not high on our priority us like no. we just aren't like but back like in, i like how cute yards look but i don't want to do any work to <laughs> yeah. like get it to that facts, point facts no so not this previous february but yeah so february 2021 there was a big freeze in uh, texas horrible and it froze and it killed like four of our big bushes in our front, in the front flower beds we don't have we and, just have mostly have bushes we don't have yeah. a lot of flowers there just and i've bushes. mostly just been like hey uh hopefully these shrubs will grow back and it's been a year and a half and they haven't so uh but thing about shrubs is those roots go down deep yo and uh but it was kind of gratifying like i kind of felt like I accomplished something major, but now your body hurts. But probably. my back hurts. But I need to do more. And Pop so, the ibuprofen, man. I know that's I what know. I do when my so, body hurts. So that's my low, but it'll hopefully turn out into a euphoric high <laughs> whenever I remove more more shrubs. Um, I can't think of like a specific low from this week, but just thinking ahead to like our airplane ride in two weeks, I'm like, yeah. I'm just a little nervous because Theo will be great. He'll will download some blueies on the ipad and he'll be glued that is theo's current obsession probably for the last month um yeah we tried bluey a long time ago and he like didn't get into it i think he was too young but now that he is three he thinks it's hilarious every episode he's locked in he thinks it's so funny he wants to play every game from bluey which we do like bluey because like it isn't like mindless like it it's not super annoying but like after watching it a hundred times. Zara are honestly gets like, more uh, annoyed than I do. I, I'm ready I for a break. I honestly watch the show all day. It, it, I have cried on certain episodes. Yeah. Um, but I love it because Theo's brain is like, I would say special, but, but I'm sure all parents think that, but he's like a super smart kid and he loves pretending and mm-hmm. Bluey is awesome because it gives these crazy It's scenarios. very good for that. And then so he'll like watch an episode and then want to like play do and, it and, and like do that episode. Yes, it's very cute. And he puts his own twist on it. It's very, very cute. I love it. So he'll do great on the airplane ride. We'll watch Bluey. We'll give him some snacks. Like he can do stickers or color or whatever. Clark, on the other hand, um, we went to the Astros opening day game yeah. like a yeah. month ago in houston which is our family's tradition i've been to every single one since i've been (laughs) married to michael and we got to skip um what was it 2020 when theo was that age and i'm like happy we did because at 16 months they just like don't want to sit in a seat he just like doesn't want to sit down he just wants to run around and so he's like why am i sitting in this like baseball seat right now what is the point of this and so Clark just wanted to stand up in the seat the entire time. And so, like, Theo didn't even get to sit down. He was just, like, standing up watching the game, which that was fine. 
And Clark was just like bouncing and jumping and like being so wiggly and like wanting to get down and like run away. And we're like, no, you can't. So I'm hoping the airplane ride will be fine. I, re- I remember when Theo was that age. It was okay. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm yeah. Hoping it'll be okay. We will see. The reason it, it was okay was because Theo took a nap on you on the plane. Definitely on the way back he did. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was like. And so we'll see what Clark does. I know. We'll see. All right. Well, that's all we have for episode eight. Episode 80. I don't know if we'll be, might not be back before our trip, but we'll definitely be back afterwards to do an update. Hopefully we can revive our social media just a little bit. Just At a least little like bit, yeah. let you guys know that we're there and kind of show you anything like new and like really cool. I mean, we'll definitely be taking like photos and videos. So hopefully we can like update at the end yeah. of the day. Like I used to have this dream that our <laughs> Instagram would become like have tens of thousands of people. There's and no like way. we could be maybe an influencer. It took way too much work. Um, and now I'm just going to be content. This is, this is now my, like my Finsta. It's, it'll just be something that I can post all of my <laughs> Disney content to that people won't judge my, my, yes. my personal account for. Exactly. For sure. We could put all our Disney stuff there. Yeah. Anyway, we're excited. Um, hope you follow along on our trip, um, coming up and thank you for listening. Whoever is listening out there, if you're still, one of the true stands, the true uh, Married with Mouse Deer fans out there. We appreciate you. We thank you for following along with our crazy sporadic uh, episodes. Um, we appreciate it. All right. Peace. Bye. Like Tarzan and Jane, girl, you'll be in my heart. I will fight Jafar with all the Robin Hood starts. Captain Hook and any evil that embarks The fading starts to leave his mark I'll send him to a pit so dark you can't see light Oh come here my Snow White To have a princess for a wife Yeah that'd be alright Chilling up in the castle all day and night Girl you're in the middle of my circle of life